Hi, 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 hi. Is it recording? Is it recording? Is it recording? Hi, 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 hi. Is, is it recording? Is it recording? For you that might be stuck into the music, you have to go back at it again. It's my, it's my fault. I had a problem. I was not sure that if the audio was working. So then we are here again. This is the space for you. This is the space for me. This is the space for Orfe us. This is the space for the two of us, you and I, listening to my voice and listening to your answers. Because somehow, even if I don't uh, hear you, even if I don't see you, I feel you. And what a better way there is to introduce the topic of this uh, episode, the topic that we are going to talk about, that other speakers are going to talk about in the next hour that we are going to spend together. There is going to be quite a lot of emotions today here, because the topic is feelings. Last time we were talking about necessity. Necessity will come back, because the goddess Ananke is the goddess that... Uh, will take over from me whatever time I stop talking and there will be the necessity of filling that gap and she will do it for us and uh, you listener will be there to feel you will know better than me what has happened but as I'm going to talk about uh, feelings so what better way to evoke the feeling than through the goddess, uh, the child of the goddess Aphrodite, that is going to be somehow the manifestation of our speeches here today. So, let's, with no further ado, let's listen to the Aphrodite child. It's five o'clock.
fate is my friend And in him I find sympathy And so I go back to the years That have passed me by Aphrodite's Child. Now, my desire is that no one is listening to this podcast at five o'clock, but if someone is, well, then congratulations. This song was for you. You can actually listen to the dismemberment of Orpheus at every hour. And if you discover which time is the best time, please let us know. You know that there is a Facebook page, the dismemberment of Orpheus. You can find me there, even when I'm not there, because somehow I will be in your writing, then you will find me up. And so we have started with the topic, the feelings, and Aphrodite is the manifestation, is the goddess that my voice is hoping to make space for. What is the topic, somehow, because isn't it getting confusing? Well, my idea is to make space for the muses, for the Greek gods that have disappeared, but always will be, oh, is it going to be like if someone is considering that they can come back? As I am Orpheus, I haven't got that far. After all, I have been dismembered and I have stayed there. Whatever has happened to my body, I don't know. But the thing is, last time when I was talking about necessity, the topic started with the question of what makes a man, what makes a woman, what makes a hero, what makes a person. And now I'm taking over from that because last time I interrupted to necessity, but there was something that was missing. And the thing that was missing is precisely this one, the feelings, the emotions. So I can finally give you the answer with one week of delay or maybe just with one podcast of delay, I don't know, the measurement by which you take the time as running out. But the thing is that what makes a man, a man for me is feelings, for me is these emotions. I am my emotion. I will go back at it because now I want to introduce another group, the editors. The editors this time substituted the 
break that there is every day, every podcast with the Arcade Fire. I just changed the band, but the music is really similar. They can be indie, new, new wave, anyway. But the thing is that they start by talking with, dedicating this song to Venus and Mars. And why the two of them? Well, we will see after that, talking with uh, Michelle Sanders. <laughs>
I'm sorry, there has been a moment of silence. I was going to enter in the coda of the song, as I was saying, uh, in silence, but still, there was something there. Um, the, the song has an interesting coda. It goes on its own, and if you would like to listen to it on your own, I invite you to do it, because the title of the song was All the Kings by the Editors, and it starts with Send Me to Venus, Send Me to Mars. Why is that we have these two gods? Why is that, that there is this antagonism somehow between between the two? Um, of course, Mars, the god of war, while Venus is the goddess of beauty. The thing is, and I refer now to Michel Serret, because Michel Serret uses in his philosophy the comparison between the two, and he invites through somehow a sort of uh, evocative writing, that's what I like about this sort of post-structuralist writing, he invites to get down with Mars and let space for Venus to come in. Oh, is it possible? Well, it distinguishes the um, structure of programming something, of building something that is already decided as the law of Mars. It's like doing war, it's like deciding already what is going to happen, while Venus, uh, Venus is the goddess that comes out of the, uh, of the waves, that comes out of the, uh, of the foam of the waves. So Venus is basically something that cannot be predicted, something that comes out of, its, of her own somehow, and that's the thing that Michel Serret advised, to make space for the unpredictability, the chaos, but the chaos that is beauty. Because to have something that is already programmed, to have something that is already established, is to do war, is to create a space that is only for Mars, that has no space for feelings. So that's, that's why Michel Serret is really Orphean. Michel Serret is one of us. Orphe as he has been dismembered in his voices, and thanks to him we can relate to that and to the voices that are going to sing here at the dismemberment of Orpheus. So why not now to have another one, to have the Venus in fur that comes from the Velvet Underground? <laughs>
consider that uh, I just wanted I was I was talking in Italian but it has to do with the fact that I have been spending the last three weeks in Italian so at time in Italy in the Italian language so I am uh, I'm living in the Italianness now and I, 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 at times I get confused the point is that I choose this song for a friend of mine that I'm quite happy to say I'm quite glad although not that happy to say that he will never listen to this podcast so there was a, a sentence in the song I could sleep for a thousand years that we used to say to each other and uh, it's, a, it's a great pleasure for me to introduce him and to introduce this friend that is not listening to this introduction in case I'm wrong I would invite Dan just to let me know that he has been listening he has been listening to this podcast I would actually be really surprised and glad so 
we are here now we are back here as we are always here here is the place where we are all the time talking about venus talking about feelings because feelings is what i am feelings is what we are i like this definition finally to get to the point that the feelings are what made us what make us the point is that feelings cannot be predicted but feelings will always be there to react to necessity remember the previous podcast that talked about uh, the talks still about ananke and the circumstances things that we cannot predict and yet happen once they have once they have happened still there is not that things are done with there are the feelings the feelings that uh, enwrap the feels that uh, erupt also but they wrap around the circumstances and through our feelings we react we leave the circumstances and we make them anew so that is the thing that actually make us the feelings the thing uh, that i like to compare with an octopus let's compare our emotional body if we can consider it as a dismembered body that tries to recover itself through the tentacles of an octopus so this is a great way to remind you to go back to, to the podcast that is titled octopusology that is still not chasing octopus uh, the word octopusology actually came afterward but this is my philosophy as uh, an orphean that has been dismembered the philosophy that i sing about is octopusology or the philosophy that kate bush sings about is just feel it
incredible delicate song it's amazing the way that um, Kate Bush doesn't need much more than a piano and her wonderful voice to convey all the feelings that we need yes Kate Bush we have felt it and we appreciate it that you showed us the way to feel more we can feel this song we can feel it and uh, through these feelings maybe we desire to listen it again to go back to the podcast uh, of uh, the dismemberment of her fields where she was playing uh, there was uh, another song another podcast in which she played and i'm not going to tell you which one it is not because i forgot that because maybe i have but i don't want to be sure about it but because i want to invite you to listen to all the previous podcasts somehow we are going to build up a body about something in this podcast of the dismemberment of her fields i have to apologize i realize because the podcasts are not uh, in succession you might find them in a confusion not knowing which one comes first if you go to the page of sunbricks radio the order is not established but if you go to the page to the facebook page then you can see which one has been published first and i invite you somehow to follow the order because uh, i can also say that the feelings relate with another podcast that is of surfaces and depth why is it so well because feelings, ah, a, a little break perhaps, because I interrupted. I want to give you, I want to give you an example and then we will go back. We, we, we come back after that. But I'm going to ask you, does a person that sleeps next to you represent a surface or depth? And this is precisely the way in which I want to explore the feelings, uh, to analyze them, because those are the things that kept puzzling me. Instead of uh, a person that sleep at my side, I can say that I was really puzzled by my Eurydice brushing her hair in front of the mirror. Something that is absolutely spontaneous, something that doesn't relate with anything, and yet that surface made me lose in her, in her depth. And I will go back to that. So keep in mind the example of does a person that sleep at your side represent a surface or a depth? So let's see if the righteous brother with you have lost that loving feeling is going to give us any... You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips and There's no tenderness like grief in your fingertips You're trying hard not to show it Just feel like crying 
song by a broken heart. A broken heart that tries to bring back the loved one. That is not too far from what I have been trying to do since I turned myself back in hell and I made my Eurydice disappear. Now, do you have any idea about the question that I left you with? Well, don't worry. If the song has not helped you, I will make things more complicated. There is uh, to consider something. The fact that surface and depth are something that we deal regularly with. The surface are the things that happen and our feelings react to them. So in my opinion, the feelings are surface. The feelings react to the surface, but the feelings move toward the depth of what has happened. We somehow try to get at the thing that tells us uh, what is the thing that has just happened. Consider the question then of a person that sleeps at your side. Is it a surface or a depth? It is both, of course. I never, I'm never happy with uh, an exclusion. An either-or situation for me has to become both-and situation. So, a person is, sure, is surely a surface, the skin, but we want to go to the depth of that skin that sleeps at our side. What is the things that that person desires? What are the things that will make it come back to us? So there's never an easy situation like just, okay, a person sleep at my side. No, there is the love of the possibility that that person will come back. So that is why necessity might create a situation, but it is our feelings that make us the person that react to those situations, to those necessities that have just appeared. We are our feelings, we are our desire to take the depth of the surface that we find ourselves in and create something out of that. It's not to say that we manage to create the person that loves to sleep at our side. It might be that the person will go away. It might be that the person doesn't like to sleep at our side that much, but we can't go without it. We can't go without the possibility of reaching that depth and maybe repeat it. 
So as I was saying, uh, I was going to make the things more complicated. I hope that I have. And uh, I'm going to give you with uh, now a song that I'm really happy that I can uh, that I can give to you because this is one of my favorite singers and uh, he made few albums but uh, the album that he made no other is in my opinion the best album ever made and I'm really glad that I can find time to listen to this song some misunderstanding and yes I do not deny this is the song that I would have liked to dedicate to my Euridice because it somehow sums up all the things that we went through just misunderstandings without the time to make them more misunderstandings. So, to my Euridice, this is the song from the album that we never managed to listen because this was the album I wanted to play to you during a trip that we never did.
to go on and listen on your own. The song was titled Some Misunderstanding, the album was no other and the singer was Gene Clark. It was a sort of experiment for me to play it because as I've been talking about for the last 40 minutes and perhaps even longer if we consider the previous podcast, emotions will always take over and I don't know and I didn't know what sort of emotions I would have found at the end of this song. I'm quite uh, in love with this album. I really think it's one of the most emotional ones. And it's a pity somehow that it's not uh, that well known, or maybe it is, and I simply, I'm not that voice that can speak for it that loud. But anyway, uh, some misunderstanding. It's hard to recover after the intensity of this voice. Uh, and yet emotions uh, are always there. And emotions, I must confess, have always made me feel silly. When we, if we go back at the idea of Venus and Mars, uh, the idea that Venus is the spirit of creation, is the thing that moves us, yet uh, this is not the thing that we have to step at. Th- we, we cannot stop at emotions. To feel an emotion is somehow something that is silly for our modernity, for, well, maybe also at my times during the Greeks, it was not that thing, because after you had emotions, you needed to do something with them. So write a poem write a lyric, write something, or express them. And, uh, well, after you express them, you don't know what you find yourself with. The problem of expression is that it creates a new environment. It creates something else in which you will find yourself, again, dismembered. You don't know what sort of emotion you will find yourself with after your emotions have been expressed, have been left out in the open. And yeah, if we consider people that have goals, people that have feelings for something that is beyond, not the relation with the person next to them, 
well they have just feelings for something different those feelings will always somehow make me feel small because my feelings are more disruptive my feelings are more of the moment not to have something that is beyond change but to have something that after the change is something that I can go to something that I can keep close for a moment knowing that by keeping it close I will change it again and I will somehow dismiss it so there is a problem people that want control people that want to let themselves go to emotions I might say that that is the balance perhaps that makes really a man that makes really a woman and that is somehow the point perhaps of everything that I have been saying till now that what makes a man a man is not something that can be fixed in a sentence that can be found in a podcast but it is the constant revolution of emotion and the constant following of those directions toward the feeling of reacting to necessity for what makes a man in that context in that in those circumstances as phil collins say you cannot harry those things
cannot hurry love, as Phil Collins says, as he took it from the Supremes. But I know a friend of mine that works with me in the office that would be really happy of having listened to this song. But again, as the other friend of mine, I'm quite sure that she will never get that far at listening so far through in the podcast. So perhaps she has not listened to this song either. But never mind. We love this song. We love... You cannot hurry love. Yeah, that's right. You cannot do it. Love comes... And you react to that as to other feelings. At the same time, there is that um, possibility, that desire to do something with emotions, to have them, and to wrap the loved one with those emotions. Unfortunately, it doesn't have to happen. And there is always the feeling that uh, I have uh, that my emotions are always immature. My emotions are not uh, that mature to stand up for the things that will happen after that. I wonder if uh, you also had that feeling, but in a way this is another way to react to emotion. The way that emotions might be immature is itself a feeling. The feeling that then, yeah, let's make something mature out of that. I always have to confront myself with other people that have other feelings, and my feelings at times look uh, inferior, looks like, well, they don't point uh, toward that high ideals that they have, but then precisely that is a feeling that I have to deal with, to create my own body. After the dismemberment of feelings to reach the depth that will make me stand as a man, as having to rea relate with other realities, to other feelings, and to know what to do to make my stand, to make my body standing. This is my idea of dismemberment and constantly rememberment uh, to be again a body, to find oneself in a body that can stand for its own motions, for its own emotions, not knowing precisely what will be after those emotions have been manifested. It's not to be then a man, but to look forward always to become a man, to see that there will be a man after that, to become something that has, that has those emotions and had those emotions to become something else. As the Roxy Music now are going to say, after all, love is a drug.
interesting song above all because I think it was cut but anyway we are running out of time so someone had to do it there is Lacan that has a wonderful sentence about what am I that says I am where I am not somehow this one can be related with my idea of feelings because I am where my feelings go I'm not yet there where are my feelings my feelings yet have to be manifested this is my idea that I leave you with, because feelings are what makes us a, a person, but feelings yet have to be reached, feelings yet have to be made flesh. So our attempts are always an attempt to make flesh of our feelings, uh, to become those feelings. So for example, I might desire to keep the person sleeping at my side, and it will be then that the flesh is a couple, the flesh is manifesting Venus in the desire for two people to be together, to sleep again side by side. Or it can be that my desire is to become a professor, is to become a teacher in something, so I will have my feelings becoming the flesh of my institution, the flesh of me teaching something. I will always have to turn my feelings into flesh. And that is somehow the summing up of all the things that I have been thinking about. If we consider my story, since I went to hell to pick up a Redice and I turned myself backward and somehow I lost her again. So the flesh was yet still my desire to make my feelings her flesh, but then she disappeared and yet I could not do anything else but singing still about her. So I kept singing and I sung till my flesh was, was torn apart by other people whose flesh was, was mad because of the desire that was in my voice. So after that I could still sing of emotions and hoping that those emotions will become flesh. You will become the flesh of my emotion. So I can tell you, see you next time, listening listen to us next time remember that there is a page the facebook page that is memberment of orpheus where my desires are still there waiting to become flesh now i leave you with the song hide all emotion by sandy show because although it seems like a contradiction the idea is even if you wanted to hide your emotion you are showing that emotion you are making that emotion yourself you think you're so much in love but i want you to be sure you got to hide all emotion babe